What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. Alrighty, guys, this is episode number 47, and today we're going to talk about how to be more authentic on Instagram. Now, before we get into today's episode, let me first take a second to explain why it is becoming increasingly important for you to be more authentic on Instagram. And the reason is that over the last few years or so, there's been a shift in the follower mindset, especially when it comes to Instagram. And the reason is that maybe to an extent, people no longer want, you know, the picture perfect stuff that goes on. They want reality. They want human connections. They just want to, I don't know, follow content that makes themselves feel understood okay and when you are looking at a follower mindset like that it is so so important for you to be as authentic as you can be okay and in this episode we're going to cover how you can be more authentic and we're also going to cover my journey with being authentic on instagram there are some things that i learned along the way and i really want to share that with you okay Now, for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Prit. I am the marketing nomad. I am a marketing strategist, business owner, Etsy shop owner, dog lover, and entrepreneur as well. I do offer one-on-one marketing strategy consultations at the moment, and I also am offering Instagram audits at the moment as well. Both of my services are linked in the description box below in case you are looking for help to grow your business. Other than that, I do have a free online training for you on how to grow and get leads on Instagram. It's basically uh, an hour-long training that comes along with a workbook that helps you with my exact framework to grow and get leads on Instagram. And it allows you to implement my training according to your niche, your business, your audience, your competition, and all of those fun, fun stuff. Alrighty, guys, let's get into today's episode, episode number 47, how to be more authentic on Instagram. Okay, so the first thing that I kind of learned was it's okay to have parts of you that you don't want people to know. I think that people tend to relate authenticity with showing them all the parts of you. And I really want to do that myth bust right off the bat right now. When I first started out, I was under so much pressure because I thought that being authentic on Instagram meant I needed to bare my soul and put every part of me out there. And the truth is, I was not ready for some parts of me to be revealed because I was either insecure about it or I was working on it or I was, you know, figuring out a way to, I would say, eliminate that mindset. Whatever that may be, there were some parts of me that I was not ready to show to the audience. And I felt that if I did not show them those parts of me, then I would be inauthentic. And I actually want to myth bust that right off the bat in the first part of this episode. And I do want to say that that does not mean that you are being inauthentic. Okay, what authenticity means is that whatever parts of you that you are comfortable with showing, it's you. It's the absolute real you. 
And that's all that needs to be. You don't have to force yourself to do something that you're not comfortable with. You don't have to go out of your way to prove something to anyone for that matter. If you're working on some parts of you and you'd like to keep that private, that's your discretion, okay? So I would definitely want to kind of put out the difference between being authentic and being keeping some parts of you private, yes, okay? So those are two different things and you need to uh, be aware of that is what I wanted to first tell you. So I think that was my first struggle when I started out is that I was under so much pressure. I kept thinking, oh my God, oh my God, I have to show every part of me to everyone because that's what being authentic is. And I quickly realized that it was not. It's just whatever parts you are comfortable with showing, make sure that it is the real you, okay? And I guess that brought me kind of to my second lesson, and that is not just accepting who you are, but embracing it, okay? And I mean the weird quirks that you have or, you know, the fun parts of your personality, the parts of you that, you know, you think people might not like, and it's just who you are. It's not something you can help or do anything about, but it's just who you are, okay? Your sense of humor, however weird or funny or, you know, twisted you may think it is, you know, there is a section of the audience that actually adores it, okay? Forget liking, they would absolutely adore it. And I think I definitely struggled a little bit with this when I first started out. Um, I thought that being, uh, you know, an influencer on Instagram meant that I had to be rigid and professional and whatnot, and I had to be so formal and stuff like that. So if you actually look at my highlights, you know, the stories that I put during the first one or two months of me being on Instagram, you can make out that I was so formal and so rigid. And I, I realized very quickly that that's not who I was as a person. And I was not showing up as my authentic self, okay? If you meet me in real life, I am quirky. I am funny. I have a lot of energy, so I'm hyper all the time. And uh, I also talk really fast and I kind of use my hands to convey what I'm saying. And to suppress all of that meant that I was not showing up as my authentic self. So very quickly on, I think about a month or two, I realized that that was not the person I wanted to portray and I really wanted to portray myself. So for me to get into that mindset of showing up as my authentic self, I needed to embrace all of my quirks. That included talking really fast or using my hands to convey what I wanted to say or even the way my eyes rolled, the way I looked when I talked, all of those things, those things that I couldn't personally help but they were just a part of me, I learned to embrace them. And the minute I embraced them, guys, it just become it just became that much more easier for me to put my best foot forward. And when I say best foot forward, I mean in the most authentic way. Because even though I fumbled, even though I made mistakes along the way, I was embracing myself. And by embracing myself, I was so much more confident about me talking about my mistakes, putting my quirkiness out there, putting my weird sense of humor out there, my laugh, um, you know, all of those things. So I definitely think that the second lesson I learned was how to embrace myself and not just the physical aspects of it, because that's like a whole different conversation by itself. Uh, You know, how you look 
different every single day and to be okay with that and all of those things. But it was also about being authentic, you know, about the struggles that I was going through or the ups and downs about this journey and all of those things. And I know that if you have listened to this podcast, you know that some I do talk about my struggles. I do talk about what I'm going through. I do talk about stuff that not many other people would like to talk about because they prefer to put the best version of what's happening, but I'm not like that. And for me to come to this stage where I'm okay to talk about my struggles, it took a lot of embracing, guys. It took a lot of embracing and just accepting that this happens. This is part of life. This is part of the business world. And if I'm not putting it out there and I'm not telling people about it, then I don't know what is my purpose here. And I also realized that by sharing my most authentic self that was sharing my struggles or whatnot, my quirkiness and whatnot, I was actually facilitating people to connect with me as a person, even though they were miles and miles apart, okay? And that just helped them get to know me better, trust me better, and overall the experience of, I would not say networking actually because I would just say building that friendship, even though technically it is networking in the professional world, but it was more about building friendship. And that's what being authentic kind of achieved. And like I told you guys, there were some parts of me that I was not ready to share, right? And one part of that was my love for Bollywood dancing. And I think this is the first time that I'm going to publicly um, talk about this or acknowledge, but I am ready to, so I think I'll talk about it. It's that um, for the most part of my life, I think I was ridiculed for the fact that I loved Bollywood so much. Um, I grew up in Singapore and over there, Bollywood was like pretty awesome. Like people loved it. And, you know, there were a lot of people who were into that. When I came back to India, uh, when I moved back to India, the thing was that the people around here, um, especially in my school, I wouldn't say in general in India, but I would say that the people in my uh, educational institutions while growing up during those phases of my life, they actually looked down on the fact that I was so into Bollywood because they, my, I guess in a way, I don't know how to put it, but I guess they were insecure about some stuff and they were projecting that on me and, you know, maybe they had been ridiculed before about, you know, Bolly loving Bollywood so much and that's why they hopped on to the Western music or whatever it was. I really don't know and I don't want to get into the psychology of it, but I was ridiculed pretty bad um, while growing up when it came to Bollywood. And then came engineering where... I showcased my talent for Bollywood dancing and everybody loved it. And I think that was my first, I think my first time where I realized, okay, well, people actually like me for my talent and um, people are accepting me for this part of my life. And then somehow after I grew up a little bit more, um, when I started my business, again, I think a lot of my insecurities came into play and I started suppressing that part of me. And 
it took me quite some time uh you know to embrace that side of me i think that uh the memories of my high school or whatnot and those ridicules and all of that was kind of haunting me so i thought that it probably would not be accepted by everyone so i didn't do bollywood reels for a very very long time and then um you know my mom was constantly like talking to me about it and she said you know it's it's something that you're good at it's something that you love doing and it's absolutely your passion why don't you show it to the world and it took me a good two months of my mom and i chatting about this again and again and kind of bringing up that conversation that i decided okay it was time that i showed who i you know was and that was a part of me that i was not ready to show and then i took some time and then i was ready to show so it was not that i was being inauthentic all of those days it's just that i wasn't ready and that's what my first tip was to you guys as well because i've been through it right and then when i put out my first bollywood reel i was so so scared guys i was really scared um of how it would be accepted because a majority of my followers on instagram don't know bollywood at all they don't understand the lyrics nothing of that sort but uh you know the comments and the feedback that i got after that one reel that i posted it was like i don't know it was life changing for me because people could see how much i loved doing bollywood reels people could see my love my passion on my face and they could understand what i was trying to put across with just my expressions and they said that that was pretty powerful stuff so i guess what i want to say with this entire experience is that you know at some point i was scared and i was not ready to show a part of me that that is a huge part of me guys it's a bollywood dancing is like a really really big part of me and my passion for it is like crazy <laughs> but for me to finally get that courage to show people it took some time and that was okay and that's what i want to tell you as well it's okay if it takes time for you to show up some parts of you that you're not ready to show and when you finally do have the courage to show it when you embrace it yourself because that's where the the whole thing comes about you have to embrace it when i embraced it and i said yes bollywood dancing is a part of me is me um that's when i started becoming more confident in putting my bollywood reels out there then i did post one and then i got phenomenal response to that and then i started doing more of that few of them went viral i got like bunch of followers bunch of comments my engagement increased and it was all because i was showing them a part of me that was true to who i was as a person and i think that people acknowledged that people loved that and people respected me for that as well and i guess that's my point of this podcast episode as well so i guess there will be some parts of you that you're not ready to share and that's okay but whatever you are willing to share make sure that it is the real you you know um <laughs> warts and all is what i was going to say but it is you and i think i don't know i don't want to go too philosophical over here but if you are not ready to accept who you are as a person you cannot expect anyone else to as well whether it is in your professional life or whether it is with your relationships whatever it is you need to first accept and embrace who you are 
And I guess that is also part of the self-love journey as well that I've been on and uh, I've intentionally been on, I guess I would say. And that extends to showing up on Instagram for me as well. So yes, (laughs) so that was a little bit of um, me sharing behind the scenes of my journey on how to be more authentic on Instagram. And if you're looking for, you know, different ways to be more authentic, you can start small. You can start sharing a little bit about behind the scenes of what's happening. You can share your table. You can share, uh, you know, what your desktop looks like or how you do a particular stuff maybe how you manage your content whatever it is a little bit of behind the scenes it doesn't have to be full-blown oh my god this trauma happened to me and i need to talk about it it doesn't have to go all the way there immediately (laughs) it can you can start small you know start showing behind the scenes you know maybe you can talk a little bit about your initial struggles if you know for example that your audience is struggling with something that you once did struggle at some point then maybe that's something that you want to talk about as well Okay, because not only are you finding the courage to be vulnerable, you are also showing them that you went through something similar. And I guess when they see that you went through something similar, it more or less that makes them feel that, yes, this person understands what I'm going through. This person, because they understand what I'm going through, they probably do have the best solution for my problem as well. So I guess that's where you could start and then you can slowly start building onto it. And like I said, guys, I want to reiterate that being authentic does not mean that you have to expose every single part of yourself that you are not comfortable with. Okay, whatever you are comfortable with, as long as you're authentic with that, that's perfect. And that's all that needs to be out there. Okay, and I also do want to put it out there that as business owners, you know, we go through a lot. There's a lot of highs and lows and a lot more lows than highs. I want to put it out there. It's true. I am not ashamed to uh, express that or reveal that to anyone. It's a part of who I am and it's a choice that I made with my life and it's a very, very happy choice that I made. So I guess what I want to say is at some point, you have to understand that it's okay not to be okay, okay? And when you understand that, you will start being okay with sharing whatever you are going through or the struggles that you're going through because the, when you realize yourself that, hey, this is part of the journey. I mean, this is, this is a part of my life and it's beautiful in the sense that it teaches me how to be more grateful for the times that, you know, things were going well or smooth or whatnot. And there are lessons that I'm learning through this entire ordeal or whatever that is. So the minute you come to the mindset that it's okay not to be okay, and it is part of this journey, it becomes that much more easier for you to open up and talk about what you're going through, talk about whatever it is that, you know, you might be struggling with or your audience might be struggling with that you know and you've been through as well, okay? But like I say, and I want to keep reiterating this, guys, because it was probably the biggest mistake that I made when it came to being authentic on Instagram is just make sure that you're comfortable with whatever you're sharing, okay? Um, You don't have to go to any extreme. 
don't have to force yourself but whatever you are showing make sure that you know it is authentic and it's real and it's you it's the absolute raw beautiful version of you because that particular rawness is what makes it so so beautiful okay guys it's not that you have to uh you know do touch up or i don't know if, uh i would say uh photoshop it or whatnot no that rawness is what makes you so beautiful and it is what will make you stand out okay so that brings me to the end of this podcast episode i hope you guys really like this if you did please do leave me a review because that really helps me with my ranking and it helps me help other online business owners such as yourself as well now for those of you who have listened all the way up until here thank you so so much for listening now if you guys are interested there is a free online training just for you on how to grow and get leads on instagram it's about an hour long you can book it online it comes with a workbook and it's basically my own roadmap that is tried and tested and it works guys it really works it basically gives you an entire instagram strategy action plan from scratch yep Also guys, I am available for one-on-one marketing strategy consultations at the moment. There are three packages, the one-month package, the two-month package, and the four-month package. You can find all the information in the links in the description box below. Also, I do offer Instagram audits at the moment where I basically take a look at your Instagram profile. I check out what you're doing right. I check out what the areas you could improve. I also give you actionable long-term strategies that are absolutely customized to your business, your niche, your competition. Not just that, guys. There's an actual video recording of me auditing your entire Instagram profile. So if you are looking to grow on Instagram and you just need an expert's opinion on where you're going wrong or what you could be doing right, whatever that is, guys, both of those services are available in the description box below. So feel free to check them out to learn more. You can always email me questions. If you have any about the services that I do offer, you can email support at themarketingnomad.co. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'll be back with another one pretty, pretty soon. All right. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, well, what are you waiting for? I upload podcast episodes every single day, Monday to Friday, usually in the morning EST. I talk about Instagram strategy. I talk about marketing strategy. I also talk about business strategy as well. Yes, with a tad bit of mindset as you guys could see with today's podcast episode. Alrighty, guys, I'm going to end this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. And yes, hope you guys are staying super, super safe and healthy. Catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.